Hollywood is the American dream writ large. It's the promise that any plucky young person with grit and determination can become an icon. In its own mythos, it's open to all and welcoming to anyone with sufficient talent and a little luck. It's Lana Turner discovered drinking a soda at the Top Hat Cafe. John Wayne promoted from odd jobs around the studio. Harrison Ford working as a carpenter. And all of them transformed into stars. The truth, however, is often less shiny. If you're young, white, cis, straight, slim, able-bodied, and rich enough to fund your way through photo sessions, gym classes, and auditions, you're going to find opportunity knocking louder and sooner than it does for anyone else. The Hollywood dream has not been open to everyone, and with a large majority of roles and senior jobs going to white men, its scales have often been tilted against women. Still, the legend is so pervasive that it's hard for people to accept that it's a rigged game. The sort of person who sets their sights on a movie career is generally the sort who believes that a little hustle will make it happen if you're good enough. So if you fail, if you face one disappointment after another, maybe it's you. Maybe you're just not as good as Catherine Bigelow, as Julia Roberts, as Amy Pascal. That's the pernicious effect of discrimination. It not only allows those with the power to sit in ivory towers preaching a meritocracy, it forces everyone else to question themselves and their talent, because no one wants to be a bad loser and suggest that maybe the playing field was tilted. History shows that women have wanted to make movies since the very earliest days. One of the first people ever to make a narrative film was Alice Guy Blachet. One of the highest paid directors of the early silent era was Lois Weber. There were female action stars jumping off trains and facing down wild animals. There were women editors who shaped the history of film. It's never been a question of women not wanting it enough, or even not being good enough. Hollywood shut them out, sometimes quite consciously. You may not accept that, but the stories from women in the industry in this audiobook and the data amassed over the last few years show that it is absolutely the case. And that matters because the stories we tell on the big screen don't just reflect society, they can shape it. 1915's The Birth of a Nation rebirthed the moribund Ku Klux Klan. Less appallingly, the sight of Clark Gable without a vest in It Happened One Night devastated the undershirt market. Documentary The Thin Blue Line saw an unjust conviction overturned. Films have changed fashions, started crazes, and shifted the stock market. The stories we tell reflect what we value, who we empathise with, and how we see the world. So maybe, if our films were more egalitarian, our world would be too. If films showed women's stories mattering as much as men's, maybe that would be true in real life too. That may be optimistic, but it's not entirely far-fetched. We absorb our values from a hundred different directions, but the sheer, all-encompassing power of the cinema experience means it could do a lot. The good news is that Hollywood is changing and becoming more inclusive, and women are pushing individually and collectively for that change. These women may be genetically blessed, financially fortunate, and endowed with the skincare regimes of the gods, 
But they're fighting the same pernicious attitudes as the rest of us, combating sex discrimination and trying to open doors that were previously closed. It's not about just getting rid of the problem people in the industry, says Jasmine Morrison of Time's Up UK, but also giving people opportunity. These problems are not going to be solved overnight or in a year, but it feels different now. We're at a moment where real change seems possible, and I've tried in this audiobook to explain why that is. Much as I would love to have written the single definitive take on women in film, this audiobook isn't that. It would need to be about 10 times longer for a start. So I set some ground rules for the sake of my sanity. I've focused on Hollywood only because a look through 125 years of film history and into the future is wide enough without including the many other great cinema traditions around the world. By default, most of the people discussed are therefore white and at least ostensibly straight and cis. Those are the people who were able to make a career and who made it into the Hollywood histories. I have tried to draw attention to those who struggled not just against sexism, but racism, ableism, and homophobia or transphobia as well. But few of those who face such intersectional discrimination ever got their chance in the first place. So please bear in mind the stories that are not here, the people who never got their start because their skin was the wrong colour, or because their sexuality or gender identity didn't match society's expectations.